Welcome back to this winter edition of Rabbit Troop Sucks. Today, we are joined by Lamar yet again, and I'm just going to go right to the introductions. Well, Next to me is Mike. Hey. And I'm howdy. Paul. Hey, we're all here. All right. Today, we're going to be uh, critiquing 1989's Deadly Games, Dial Code Santa Claus, which Mike can inform you has many other names, but I'm going to go with what was listed as the American title. That, that, that's mm -hmm. safe, yeah. Do you, do you have any of the other titles? Um, yeah, somewhere. Uh, the, the French title was 3615 Pair Noel. Yeah, Code Pair Noel. Uh, I'm assuming that's an address. The, yeah, so it's a, it's a French Mitel address from the 80s. So it's, okay. it's like contemporarily saying like, www.santaclaus yeah. <laughs> basically the worldwide name was dal code santa claus deadly games seems to be one of the most popular uh also was listed as the u.s and then uh, i guess game over was the uk version of this of this french film of this french film wow. yes and let me go right into that summary which i once had a loaded up but i'm gonna get back there um there you go so, on Christmas Eve, a resourceful young boy has to defend himself and his grandfather from a killer dressed as Santa Claus. Uh, we watched this years ago. I think we watched it on Shudder years ago. The way we mm -hmm. had to watch it this time again uh, was on AMC with a subscription. So, if you're into this, I don't know if Shudder still has this, but that's... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how we watched it years and years ago. But, yeah, this is a French film. Um, I saw a preview for this where my wife and I went uh, out with a couple friends and we saw a movie at... Um, it would have been Alamo if you it, saw It was this. totally Alamo yeah. Draft House, and it was highlighting that this movie was going to come out um, uh, years ago, uh, before I saw it, actually, and it was like how it was never really released, and now it's going to be in theaters for like a week, and I was unable to see it. But then I think like the next year, I think it was on Shutter. Um but I remember seeing this preview and like this looks bananas and it was listed as Home Alone meets Die Hard and in some ways it's kind of true. Mm -hmm. Um in all the ways in my heart it's absolutely true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um I'll just get right into it with this movie. Uh, the similarities between this and Home Alone are just insanely just so insanely close. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. Just remember, I've, this movie came out before Home Alone. This movie has a release date of March 18th, 1989. Yeah. Home Alone has a release date of November 16th, 1990. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a year prior, there's, there's so many scenes, and we'll get to them later, obviously. There's so many scenes that line up with Home Alone. Wait, there, this movie I, came out in March? Like originally, it came out in March. Sure. Um, what are you doing, friends? I read that so on you celebrate Christmas. Page. Um, and in fact, the first paragraph in its Wikipedia page says, like, the director's like, they just remade my movie with Home Alone. I have no idea if a lawsuit was brought up, but. There's a lot of illusions. So, I mean, Home Alone, yeah. clearly, I mean, again, this movie came out beforehand. Die Hard, I could see why, like, after the fact, you would want to label it this. Sure. Uh, there are scenes that are reminiscent in Terminator 2 <laughs> and Aliens. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff going on. And and uh, okay. I, I, I don't know, I this is this movie a fortune cookie? Uh, what's the French term for fortune cookie? 
You can write us at yeah. Rabbit Troop yeah. Sucks Podcast at gmail.com. That, surprise. Uh, one, Lamar's here. I told you I'm keeping the trend. Surprise. Hey. We got a guest. Right. Surprise. We're doing our first full on foreign non English film. Mm-hmm. Um, and surprise, it's the winter holiday. And surprise, I don't know a lot of terms in French and words. So if you want to write us and tell us that uh, we're ignorant, um, well, don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's hurtful. It's the winter. Aww. Save if, that. If Save you're that. one of our three French listeners, write write to us and tell yeah. us what we got wrong. Yeah. Tell us what a forge French and teller forge <laughs> French fortune teller would say, and what the terminology of all that would be. Like, what do you call a French fortune cookie and fortune teller? I imagine a French fortune cookie would involve like a something baked in a croissant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds crack delicious. it open a little message <laughs> you're eating a croissant there's a know. message <laughs> that'd be cool uh, okay shark tank so you know we just patented that idea so <laughs> there, 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 there you go sharks have you ever wanted a french fortune cookie mark cuban you know you do <laughs> oh man well i'm i'm gonna open up All with right. this so we open up basically with a, with a lot of things. Okay. We get one, you get one of the leads who I'm just going to reference as Santa Claus opening the, this up who looks exactly like Charles Manson. Well, let's hang on for one second. The first scene of this movie is a snow globe getting run over by a garbage truck. Yeah, well. Which really set the tone. That wasn't even a metaphor. That was just cameras rolling. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. You know, I totally <laughs> forgot all about that. Uh-huh. They remade just... this guy's film, but they used the blooper reel, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Whoops. <laughs> but yes, there's a creepy dude. Yeah, uh, creepy dude. This guy totally looks like Charles Manson. I mean, yeah. I don't... I know we're in France, but Charles Manson looks like Charles Manson in France, too. Like, wild-eyed and crazy as hell. Like He, he does have wild eyes. Oh, Wild beard, kind of caveman hair. hair. Well, there, there's, yeah, th- this guy is clearly not in his right mind. There's also m- multiple moments in the movie where you you kind of realize, like, this guy is not operating at full capacity. Oh, no, yeah. no. He gets, like, weird ideas in his head, and then yeah. he's just, like, 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 he's fixated on those ideas. He's, like, a big, violent child. Yes, yes, um, yes. But, like, so, yeah, I mean, he's he's wandering around, and there's a bunch of children having a snowball fight, and he tries to join, and the kids like peace right the fuck out because there's a creepy old man. Well, he's not old. He's they they kid they kids their way out of it. They're like yeah. he he and we're out. yeah. Like, who's who's this fella? <laughs> he really stands out in this. They tried to paint like a big. It's a Christmas Eve environment. There's yeah, snowball yeah. fights. Exactly. And there's just kids in winter clothes. There's merriment happening. And then there's this guy, and he's strangely <laughs> wearing a. It looks like a bright yellow scarf. It looks brand new. Yeah, he's got a nice, he's got a nice scarf face. Yeah, he looks like a homeless guy in a really dope yeah, scarf. There you go. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I have, and, nothing and, to, I have nothing to follow that nah, up. Okay. Nah, I just thought I'd just bring that up. It was just really weird. No, I think that's reasonable. I just went into my own head as this like weird hobo with a nice scarf, like. If he entered a saloon, like, look what just what waltz in here. <laughs> like, this hobo with a nice scarf. <laughs> Serve anybody with a nice scarf. <laughs> nice. Um, is this where we cut back to the, the kid in it his, is. like, toy palace? Okay, so now we have Thomas, who yeah. is clearly the lead, who is this young child who lives in uh, Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, and I, yeah, he has uh, he the fucking like, freshest mullet you've ever goddamn oh, seen. Oh yeah, the mullet, the mullet. You need to see the mullet to believe the mullet. There's a spike. There's a mullet. Yeah, the mullet is its there's, own character. There's trend, There's night mullet. There's <laughs> after a shower mullet. There's there's. If you were a Barbie toy, you would have several outfits to go with these mullets because mm-hmm. there's there's a wave, there's a curl, there's a spike. How it's, old was his kid? I have no idea. Ten. How old is a how old is a dream? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, like, let's call it. Like, I, does, does this movie exist? So. Yeah, I, I, I'm notoriously bad at telling the age of children. Uh, yeah, it seemed like ten. My my, my answers and advice all this episode are going to be like Egg from uh, Big Trouble in Little China to Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you fight a dream? How long is a dream? I don't know. I'm going to try to give you some weird sage sage wisdom, Lamar. <laughs> do we fight Santa with a six demon bag? There is a Big Trouble in Little China reference. If I could read my own handwriting that I will make throughout <laughs> okay. this. Oh, there I was a moment where I was like, oh, man. <laughs> this movie got real. I okay. can't wait for that. If I could read my own handwriting. Oh, and, oh, my God. Yeah, so, I mean, we're a little bit away from Christmas. Uh, if you're celebrating Christmas to all our listeners, mm-hmm. you know, winter holiday is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I did not tell Lamar or Mike Happy birthday, Christmas, to each of you. Um, so happy <laughs> yes, birthday, Christmas, you. to each of you. Um, I happy happy birthday, Christmas, to our listeners. Yeah, happy um, birthday, Christmas, to everyone. Yeah, just happy birthday, Christmas. <laughs> I don't know if that that was something that was lost in the '80s or it isn't caught on as much, but uh, Rabbit Troop sucks endorses it and is bringing it back. Uh, happy birthday, Christmas, to all our listeners. Was that a lyric that was just translated wrong or something? All the music was super English, which was weird. Yeah. Um, well, also in, in the scene that we're about to get in, we have the worst final countdown cover, but that is also a Christmas song somehow. Why? Well, it's the final countdown to Christmas. I don't get that. Instead of twelve days of Christmas, you have the final countdown. Well, the, to, I don't get it, Mike. It's the it's the the tune of the final countdown, but like a karaoke version where it's like a little off, so they don't get mm-hmm. sued. Mm-hmm. But the guy's singing about Mister Christmas, Mister X. Uh, the soundtrack of this movie is fucking bananas. It really is. All I feel like they're badly translated, but the singer just read that mm-hmm. translation that's, verbatim. That's correct. Like, I believe. I fully believe that's what happens. So, sometimes for the holidays, I think about like the gifts that we've been given and some of your favorite toys or video games or anything you grew up with. Like, and it doesn't even be crazy. But what I'm totally not going to look up on eBay is that if there is a vinyl cut to this movie. And it's original. I bet it goes for like five thousand oh, dollars. Probably, <laughs> like it would be like the saddest thing. So I don't want to ruin anyone's holidays. But as someone who's sitting behind a shelf of or in front of a shelf of vinyl records, I'd be like, that'd be an awesome sound. I would totally buy the soundtrack for like five dollars and under at one of our many favorite record stores in Colorado or even online. God, I think Mike's looking this up. I just really hope this doesn't exist because some weirdos out there is like there was a pressing of fifty. There was a fire. There's 30. I have seven. The rest are all $5,000. And they're autographed by everyone. You'll Santa autographed them. The sad part is you'll never listen to it. It'll just be on a frame on your wall. Sure. Then like Mondo's going to release like the dyed record that looks like Christmas cookies. And that's going to be like a limited run of 50. And people are like, oh my God, I bought all of them. And now I'm on eBay for $7,000. Yeah, that's how they get you. That, that is how they get you. It's a sad system. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so 
we're introduced to the kid who may be 10 years old and maybe not. He has a dope mullet. He's in a, a toy palace in there's, his mansion. There's a, like a Rambo montage. Well, yeah, there's a montage of basically him incredibly oiled up and exercising for some reason. Yeah, I uh, I am super uncomfortable all these like weird shirt oiled scenes and this yeah. actually happens a couple times throughout the film. Yeah, I, this isn't me like kind of making a weird gross joke about a boy. Like the the first time you're introduced to this kid, he is topless and doing exercises yeah. and very greasy. He's pretty yeah. much doing a Rambo cosplay. He he is very much yeah, and then he's like he's arming himself and putting face paint on um yeah, this is like where, like, if you like in the eighties, it'd be like, "Ha ha!" Your parents like filmed you playing around, but they like only showed it to like grandma and grandpa. But now in like the two thousand pluses, uh, like people are like, "Ah ha!" I put that on uh, YouTube, and people are like, "Dude, like this is like super weird with your child." Like, if we don't know who this kid is, it's like super <laughs> right. weird to watch, and like, uh, I'm not in for it. Um, I don't feel it's like super over sexualized. To be honest, no, with it's, you. it's, it's just not like sexualized it's just like all. super just... weird, like. Like you would not do this in a movie now. No. Again, this would be like I showed my grandpa, or like you showed this kid's grandpa. Like what a silly, <laughs> right? Like, like playing, playing like this, and you do not do this publicly. Uh, nor do you probably even send it over the email. No, I said the email. <laughs> no, but we're we're kind of set email. <laughs> we're, we're setting this kid up as like kind of resourceful. Like he's got all kinds of toys. He's got a lot of electronics. He's talking to his dog on a radio. Um, yeah, and he's just like clowning around the house. I have a theory, Lamar, if it was the same age as this kid, which is eventually just beat the shit out of this kid. <laughs> I think literally any other child. I'd beat what? the shit out of this kid and take all of his cool toys. See, he I told had you. a rich house. He, he, this scene actually reminded me of, remember, um, Silversmith? No. <laughs> actually, the kid in the. Uh, I, I, I have DuckTales references in this team. <laughs> oh, good. I was thinking of uh, the toy. Mm -hmm. Richard Pryor mm -hmm. this kid has like toys like that and he's playing around his house with all these gadgets that yeah apparently he just scrapped together all of these cool electronic toys I I, I would do the toy I would yeah. do the toy on the on for one of our future episodes have okay. you ever seen this yeah, yeah that's not a bad idea the toy has and I'll repeat this more in detail the toy has a really weird scene in it and it's it's a, it's a Jackie Gleason is the father, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think like he goes into some kind of like piranha tank. Yeah, I remember. And this. comes out. Yeah. And his clothes are fully like ripped, like patched out, like patch, patch, yeah. patch, patch. And as a kid, that freaked me, me too. The hell yeah. Out. Yeah. It was I'm super so weird. Yeah. Like I remember like telling my mom like I like I like refused to watch this scene. Like I saw Poltergeist. I saw other films but that like weird thing i was like oh my god like these fish attack this guy there like there's to be a certain name for something like that well like, I, the pattern itself yeah. the pattern itself is like a known thing like I, i've seen things like pop up like yeah. do you hate this pattern i'm like i do <laughs> um i'm glad you experienced that yeah, too, that was weird. i had the same feeling i know we're jumping ahead <laughs> multiple episodes in the future <laughs> with the toy surprise, when surprise. It happens, we got mold yeah we got <laughs> we'll bring it up <clears throat> doing the toy on the side <laughs> Doesn't sound right. <laughs> this kid no. is super rich. Is pretty much the point I was trying to make, and he has enough money and time to play around the house and torment his dog. Apparently, yeah. This yeah. kid isn't just rich, and I think uh, the one thing I Mike skipped over is he wakes up 
in a bed, kind of. Like it's a World War II airplane? Yeah, and it is full size. Mm-hmm. The rooms in this house are insane. They're insane. <laughs> and, I, and I start noting, so somewhere also in my notes, they just get scattered that I'm making these references. When I was in, like, I don't know, grade four, I remember, like, a project was draw your dream house. And then, like, the teacher was, like, lazy for, like, a day or two. And I'm not saying that as a knock at teachers. I'm just, like, everyone just needs, like, a buffer. And I remember, like, the next day, like, the teacher was, like, wow, that assignment, like, seemed to go really well. Let's do it again. Like, and we're, like, we could draw, like, anything. Is like, (laughs) use your wildest dreams. And I remember me and, like, three other kids, like, drew, like, 50 rooms in the day. And it was, like, the workout room, the video game room, the money-making room, the trampoline room, Mm -hmm. the candy room. And I start noting that in my notes, that each one of these rooms actually exists in this house. This house is bananas. Yeah, but I'll bet even in your wildest childhood fantasies, you couldn't imagine a house this big because this house is that big. Yes, it is Wayne Manor. Mm -hmm. It is endless. It is unexplainable. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, no one knows. Um, but yeah, we're, we're kind of setting up that he's like a tech guy and also kind of giving you a, a glimpse into the technology that the house has in it. Like things that will come into play later. Like there are speakers everywhere. He has like a, a 1980s Sonos system, but it's just like a it's like a World War II telephone switchboard. Sure. Where he's like patching sounds into different rooms. You got a patch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're just kind of setting up like this house is wired, there's cameras, there's sound, and he's the guy. He knows how to do all of this because he doesn't have any friends because if he tried to make one, they would beat the shit out of him because he's a little... <laughs> he's got one friend. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got one He's friend. got the one friend, yeah. Wait a minute. I With sworn. unexplained endings. Yeah, that friend got have, the fuck out of there. Is he a second kid too? No, no, there's a friend. No, no, there's a friend. Yeah, there's a friend. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um... But yeah, so he's he's climbing around the house. He like goes outside, comes through his grandfather's window, jumps right on his fucking dick, um, chases <laughs> his dog around, uh, shoots his dog with like a suction cup and like uh, traps that it in a dog. trap door. Yeah, so th- this is a little <laughs> foreshadowing. So he set. So I want to know two things here. You hear these war sounds, mm-hmm. and and I wrote like this kid's got this crazy imagination. It's like. And he's like hiding and running. Yeah. And so he pulls a like a lever, puts in like a code in the security system, and uh, I would say like mm, a three foot three trap door opens up to a a net, two foot drop net, and the dog is captured. And so the kid, you know, I think helps the dog or doesn't. I think he just walks off. But the big thing I want to note is he then goes to this weird steamer room that is kind of like Terminator 2 that the more they show it, it reminds me of Terminator 2. And he takes out a cassette tape that has been playing over the intercoms that was all the war war sound effects. I couldn't believe that that was actually happening. I thought (laughs) this movie took it to a different level for me. This movie broke the eighth wall in my mind (laughs) when it did that. (laughs) I forgot to mention when he captured the dog in the net, he jumped in and shot it in the face with a (laughs) a water gun. Yeah, Uh, that fucking poor dog. (laughs) Yeah, poor dog indeed. Mike and I have often noted, and Lamar, you liked, that some of our favorite characters are the pets of movies jr the dog is no exception Mm -hmm. uh i love jr and jr does something fantastic in this film um good and bad 
<laughs> the dog was good. Yeah. And I have noticed that in your previous episodes. That yeah. the uh, dog pretty much steals the show, or cat, or Sometimes gerbil, or whatever. Snake. Is on it. Yeah. <laughs> an American rich job. Mar, you never write us emails anymore. Oh, you just write us emails. Like, I'm in your house. <laughs> like, I'm using your facilities. I just yell at you. I mean, you're right there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It'd be nice. It'd be nice to get those emails again. <laughs> nah, I'll email you. Yeah, someone's got to. Yeah. Um, okay, where where are we? Super breakfast is where we're at. Super breakfast, yep. Yeah, yep. weird breakfast. Yeah, we're early in this film. Yeah, I, I imagine we're gonna skip around. More than yeah. likely, yeah. Yeah, the kid jumps on to the dad and he's like, It's time for breakfast, and that's mm -hmm. where we meet the mom. Mm -hmm. No. It's not dad? No, it's, it's oh not the dad, the grandpa, grandpa. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Who is eight thousand years old I and like grandpa. really needs some fucking glasses. Yeah. They need to get this dude a pair of glasses. Oh, that would help. Yeah, I like Grandpa. Grandpa's a dude. Yeah, Poppy. he's all right. Poppy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he. I like Grandpa. Yeah, he's he's cool. Um, so mom is there. She's like some super powered like yuppie queen princess. It, like clearly, like she comes from money. And so th this is my guess. So I feel the mom is the like inheritant of like this major department store empire in France. That's like, what I gather. Yeah, so yeah. like I wrote like Macy's on the side or Well, because she um, keeps introducing herself to people as like Mrs. like as as in yeah. the married, but it, there is no indication that this kid has a father. But but I'm taking all of that like comes from her side of the family, the sure. grandfather, all these things. I mean, these people seem like of the eighties, like this would be a billionaire in the eighties. Right. Like yeah. these are like the Waltons. Yeah. This is like one of four families in the world. Right. Well, they live in a goddamn castle. They live it's in, awesome. they live in Hogwarts, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine being like the like up hair of this kid? Like if he was cool, like, <laughs> like what are you going to do? Like, I don't know, be in secret passages and like, uh, you're going to have everything ever. Like, mm -hmm. all right. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That yeah. would be incredibly awesome. I mean, Mike and I just did a movie where there's an au pair, and we're like, ah, oh, like, oh, she she was doing her own thing with yeah. with people in other rooms. But that was like, <laughs> I'm a boarder, and I have a small room, and I share a restroom, and I have uh, a small uh, space of mine in the refrigerator. This would be like, you have the left wing. Well, I mean, <laughs> the, the caretakers of this house had their own smaller castle to live in. Uh, yes, yeah, so we'll get to the caretakers because yeah. I also didn't realize who those people actually were. Until I pieced a couple of things together, like right. I did. Like at first, I'm like, "Who are you?" Mm -hmm. And then, like halfway through the movie, I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's who those people were." They're inconsequential. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they like their their mini castle was great. I wish I had a mini castle. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Oprah, um, are you listening? We'll take a mini castle. We'll record with. Does you. Oprah have mini castles? She could provide us with one. Okay. Or mini mini castle or mini 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 castle. Yeah, like the carriage house version a of the carriage house. house. I'll fine. take a mini carriage house from Oprah or anything. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um all right. So the kid is now the kid like is hanging out with his one friend whose name was something, Pierre. Began it was I'd began never with got a, his kid. It yeah, began with name. a began with a P, didn't it? Perot. Perot. It was yeah. Hercule Poirot, mm -hmm. the, the detective, was his it. best friend. Um and they're like they're clowning around with this computer and they're on like some old like Mitel BBS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lamar noted that old yeah. old school bulletin board system. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Well, so like this was a real thing in Europe. Like what the technology that they showed was 
a something that existed. Yeah. What was the actual terminal? Like I took a couple notes and I remember, but like there was like, a, I'm going to make, so let's apply this to Colorado. We're mm-hmm. in 16th street mall and you're downtown and you right. want to find something. And you, you like, you approach this terminal. Wasn't it like, Ask a question. Yeah. Term, but with I that, can't that remember what it was called. Well, well that that's what it was like in this movie downtown. Yeah, yeah. It was like ask a question. Yeah. But like they made it specifically for Christmas, right? Like they could have asked anything. Well, was, so the, the the system that they were logged onto was Miatel, Mitel. It was like a European. It was like, like it looks like Mattel, like yeah. the toy company, which is thanked later. Yeah, which is confusing. But like it, it, it's kind of like AOL for the yeah. day. Like it wasn't the internet; it was its own closed system. But it had different components. Like you could book travel and like look things up. Right, but um, downtown it was like ask a question well, about that, like the. Area. It was just a terminal for yeah. that. So like you could log, you could do anything there. I mean, presumably they put it there so that. You could ask like you know touristy questions. Whatever, I'm d- I'm but. just saying this because like the stars align because yeah like, yeah yeah because like these kids are like we're gonna ask Christmas questions right so they, they and then this like triggers the hell out of this guy. right so they from their house they dial three six one five paranoel and they oh that's where and somehow rather than going to like a real place it just goes to this fucking terminal downtown and the weird creepy guy from the beginning of the movie starts talking to them as if he's Santa Claus. Right. That was a bizarre scene where I thought maybe he had access because he hacked it, but no, he was he just, didn't. he was just a passerby. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it was just, I mean, he does not look intelligent enough to. Pull so, it off. well, I have no problems with this, but this, as I said, stars align. I don't like how this guy then finds his way to this kid because the series of events to bring him to this random child hacker in France in the late 80s mm-hmm. to get on a BBS is bananas. Well, the kid pulled him where he lived. Sort of. Yeah. The way he gets there then. No, he, like he he makes some moves. Oh, he uses sure. like the force to get there. It's like it was things lined up for him, but the he, kid was like, "Hey, like I want toys." I wrote a letter to you. My mom has it. This is where she works. So like he knew where to go to get this information. Yeah. But he lucked into it. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit, the, but like the, 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 the kid was naming names. I mean, the sinister actions, it was like, man, there would be a documentary to be like 17 things aligned for this guy to actually yeah, get there. I think like, you might be overthinking this a little <laughs> too much, but, but yeah, no, you're right. Like in the real world, there's a lot of. I, I'm, 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 just, like, I'm overthinking it because it's like a rudimentary technology. Right. And like, if it was today, I'd be like, oh my God, someone geotagged you on Instagram and they just showed up at your house and stabbed you. And that sucks. And mm-hmm. like, yeah. Geez. But like, this was like some drifter in the streets was like, I went to a terminal and then I got hired and then I, I was fired. But then there was a delivery truck. And then I did this. Like, there was a lot of things to be mm-hmm. like, it was destiny for me to yeah. try to kill you. Like, oh my god! Yeah, he. I mean, he put the work in. He got there. <laughs> Rolling some dice. I'm not sure if it was for his story's sake that he got there, or if they actually plotted for him to take this long route. But he eventually got there. Yeah. So yeah, when they're chanting on the little terminal, the kids like talking about Santa stuff and are you real? And I wrote you a letter. We could call them the baguette boys. In the bag. Yeah. Oh, those are the two kids. The baguette <laughs> boys. Okay. I like um, that. And, you know, creepy guy's, like, kind of being aggressive on the terminal. He's, like, saying weird shit. Um, 
And, and yeah, the kid's like, you know, I wrote you this letter. My mother owns this department store. Uh, you know, all the details are in there. So this guy is like, you know what? Great. So he goes to this department store and is like, hey, can I apply for a job to be a Santa? It is Christmas Eve, by yeah, the way. Th th see, that's what I'm saying. Like, the series of events. But it, it's Christmas Eve. But they're like, yeah, you can be a Santa for like the next three well, hours the or scene whatever. before that was the mom in the uh, marketing um, room mm -hmm. or whatever, the boardroom. And she's like, I want all this stuff for Christmas and whatnot. And they're like, oh, yeah. Like, she's so getting like a, every toy for this kid. So there's like a mad rush to like fill all these roles. She's trying to hire all these Christmas mm -hmm. Santas what? like at the last minute. Okay, so it's super. So I'm very intrigued about what's going on in this area of France because uh, Mike brought up the Chris Kindle market, which you know I would like to go to in the uh, near future, or if anyone has been, uh, seems fun. Um, uh, and it's in Civic Center, and it seems like that's what's happening. It's all these little shops you could buy like wooden toys or ornaments, or have food or roasted nuts, or and it seems like. The way they're filming it in a non-creepy way, because I think most people are like, mm, I don't like clowns and makeup, but it's the fun circus of Christmas. Yeah. Like that's an, like yeah. there's like people like uh, contorting their body and breathing fire, and again, all these knickknacks you could buy or food. It seems awesome to be there. Yeah, like it's super uh, festive. Unless really you're in this fun. mansion. <laughs> yeah, but I want to be there. Yeah, the French really love their Christmas, and mm -hmm. they're um, they're. It's really every street scene in this mm -hmm. movie of festivities just looks so awesome. Yeah, they're oh yeah, so well, warm and inviting. Town. The, the fake snow is overdone, but a lot of fake snow. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a styrofoam and fake white beard exploded. Mm -hmm. the, so the fake much. snow looked like nice when it was falling, but sometimes you would see it like on them on yeah. people's faces, <laughs> and it was super gross. Yeah, yeah. But everybody's having a good time. Everyone I'll loves them, it. Yeah, I'll give them that. Mm -hmm. No, nothing. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can't remember where we were. So yeah, the dude applies for the Santa job, and uh, right, and, and that, that's, you that's know, what I said. It gets off rail, and he, yeah, and uh, so now we we cut back, and this is another inconsequential scene just to show the kid is resourceful. He's he's fixing a car for some reason. Well, this is why I like yeah. Grandpa. So this is all of you Rick and Morty fans out there. I feel like when Rick finally goes to uh, some weird uh, dementia. That this is what it's gonna be. That grandpa's just sitting there doing weird stuff. This is like Adam's family's craziness. And the kid is like straight up like, I need this size of like wrench and I need this. And the grandpa's like, No, I think you need this. Like he has some like remnants of the, I'm your elder, but throws him these things and the kid straight up just fixes a car. Right, yeah. The <laughs> Lord knows what's what's wrong with the car, but he's under it, he's he's wrenching on it. And again, like so the grandpa's handing him wrenches and like, no, you need this one. We we see from the grandpa's vision and it's it it's nothing. Like mm -hmm. this this dude cannot fucking mm -hmm. see. Oh, he's like, What size wrench is this? I don't know. Um yeah, but he fixes the car, and then the kid and the grandpa get in the car with the kid driving, and they just drive off. <laughs> and there is a there are there are illusions. He's that, doing fucking donuts like, and hey, shit. Yeah, the grandpa says something. Um, I don't remember something like, "Hey, last time we were in the park, don't let it be known," or something like. It's been there are illusions that this oh, is yeah, like, the first trip. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely not the first trip, and there are also illusions that like, "Hey, kid." Remember, don't tell your mom because like she'll fucking kill both of us. It's one of the reasons I love grandpa. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I like this scene. I like the it. 
uh, it's a bonding scene between a kid and his grandpa. He's yeah. fixing a car, they're talking. He's laughing. The kid is obviously passionate about fixing cars and working yeah. on technology. He likes all sorts of stuff. Oh, and, you know, the next scene we have more technology because he's, he's like sitting in front of a computer and he's uh, saying like – rough. <laughs> yeah, no, it so. is very rough. He's saying computery things. And I, maybe it was like – because this is subtitled. So maybe what he was saying was less ridiculous – in, in in French, but like what you're reading is like, all right, the cameras are linked into the pro node. Now I'm going to decompile the kernel. And I mean, these are all real computer words, but it's like, it's just, it's just bonkers. And there's like a 3d model of his house and he's setting up weird security cameras. And then we have a moment of exposition where he's explaining to the dog what he's doing so that we, the viewers understand he's like, I have all the camera control for my JR. arm controller. <laughs> JR is the dog. Yeah. yeah. And he has this, this, it's like a remote control on his arm. It's like, it, I, I started writing it as the power glove. It's like the power <laughs> glove, but it's not a glove. It's just, it's just like a big, it's like the size of a loaf of bread strapped to his arm. And it has a lot of switches. It also has a screen that is the size of like, a quarter of a postage stamp. It's the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> yeah, it, no, the screen is sunken in. The dude. screen, you yeah. Gotta hold it at a good angle. Oh yeah. To see it. So like he's controlling all these cameras in the house. He's like, I can see where everything is on this screen that is like 0. 0.3 inches by 0. 0.3 inches. But you know, it's 1989. So, but yeah, he, you it's know, ahead of its time. It's, in yeah, no, it's it's ahead of its time. So he's yeah. we're, now we know that he has cameras everywhere. He can control them from his power glove. It's, it's <laughs> Welcome so, aboard. It's so bad. And JR again is the dog. Yes, JR is still the dog. Um, During that whole scene, I just wrote down what the fuck programming scene. Oh, yeah, no. It, yeah, he's typing all that shit. Yeah, he's typing like, yeah, he's typing like, look at that. He's like he's like Dennis fucking Nedry in here. Yeah, and, hacking and, and, nodes. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, we were one step away from like like the hacker soundtrack. It's like like the three D dimensional like rotation of like here's my here's my mansion and mm -hmm. I now know everything. Like I've locked in. Like it just hacks the hell right in. Mm -hmm. Grandpa Grandpa is aware of this too. Like there's mm -hmm. like discussions like Grandpa, you know I like know all the computers and have been controlling it. And Grandpa's like. <laughs> I know. Oh, you kid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like we have security lockdown and we have money, so food's delivered. Mm -hmm. Nope. Yeah, great. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, now surprise. Uh, Creepy is now in full Santa mode, and there are children sitting on his lap, which is yeah. very unfortunate. Oh. And there is a little girl whose face he is really caressing. In a not okay way. Yeah, it seems uncomfortable. And it is very uncomfortable. And the girl correctly says i don't like your face oh yeah that <laughs> is well wait, that guy is just, <laughs> lamar's laughing and i cannot look at lamar's upstairs. well that's just an immediate trigger for that oh, guy he, he slaps this kid <laughs> yeah he he strikes her oh, down man. yeah he good thing we're not using lightsabers star wars fans because he strikes her down with the slap he strikes a child down yeah. but Hand it to the mom. So the mom, the department store inherited yeah. owner, so queen, not empire this, not this child's mom, but like the main character's yes. mom. This she daughter, this girl has no parents for some reason. I kind of understand because like the woman asks. So so Thomas, you know, the main character, mom, the, Thomas's mom, uh, jumps in, and she she's like, "Whoa, little girl, where's your mom?" She's like, 
Well, she just went to the department store. Like <laughs> she was tired wh- of my bullshit. She pawned me off on Santa. So, but but like again, this is like the eighties in France, and it, oh like, yeah, and I don't know where we're at. She so probably like, drove herself to the store. And, sure, and, yeah. And, and, yeah, and it was just like, what? Well, where's mom? Like she said, I could stay with. Like she left you alone. That's what she says. And she's like, no, he, she left me with Santa. It has been like a minute. <laughs> yeah, but that was the eighties. But yeah. the mom is like <laughs> clutching the child. And it's like kind of stroking her hair in a non-weird way. Right. She's like, okay, I'm going to wait with you until mom comes back. And I was like, hell yeah. yeah. And she's like, you're fired. You're fired yeah. Like, get the hell out of here. Like, I'm, like, there was just like, boom, boom, boom. Like, this happened. You're done. Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. I will wait with this kid. I, yeah, wait. I like mom. Yeah, mom's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Yeah. Mom does like a couple of solid things to this film and is just like stopped every which way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She obviously loves the kid. And well, yeah. I'm just going to bring another reference to um, Home Alone. She reminded me of the uh, mom in Home Alone. What, absolutely. Well, I wrote um, it several times. Kevin! Yeah, <laughs> she's got, um, she got the mom's intuition. She's, mom, Kevin. Uh, she's uh, blonde and not a... I, can't remember brunette or redhead in I think I think probably redhead. I feel like I I can see red on her head, but the mannerisms are there. Kevin, Kevin's mom? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of her name. Uh, Ga- oh, yeah. Hair. Ga- Catherine? Cap- Catherine Catherine Hare. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely redhead okay, in yeah, both definitely. these films. Um yeah, Kevin. the the mannerisms are there. <laughs> yeah. She's well, absolutely, yeah. But I mean she seems like that. a loving mother. Like there's no the, the, exactly Yeah, there's no weirdness there. Um, yeah, and she fires the fuck out of this guy, um, and he he, like, he kind of skulks off, and he he just like wanders around a, a warehouse, I guess. Yeah, that's she's like turning your outfit. I think there's like another quick scene. There's like a oh, yeah, couple he, quick like quick he, like mashed up scenes, and he, that's he kind goes of my into like an office time. where like the the what's the boyfriend's name? Roland. Roland. Roland is like doing some light accounting. Um, yeah, and I just don't remember. Sometimes I'm like taking down notes. Like it was like a quick scene. I think he talks to Roland. He's like, "You just need to do this." Yeah, and he goes to like this underground warehouse, and it, it, like all of a sudden, like, I'm not gonna do like the British like warehouse worker in my mind, but is like, "Hey, Steve, like, gotta bring these presents to the boss's wife," and they're saying that like straight up. It was like, and the guy's like, "Yes," he's like, so like. All these kids going to Thomas. Thomas always gets the best presents. Right. Pack it up in the van. Like, they're just narrating everything. And so Santa just hops in the back of a full-size van. A full-size effing van. Yeah, of toys for this one child. Yeah, and even this kid. So my problem with the toy <laughs> overload is this kid just doesn't give a shit. Like, no, the kid doesn't want the toys. He doesn't need them. Like, and, and you're right. Like, aside from the fact that the they they weren't talking like the like the fucking Beagle Brothers, <laughs> like the, yeah, that's basically how that scene went down. Well, bring me back to Ducktales. <laughs> I noted that the secret room that he has, which is like a passageway, mm-hmm. uh, is very similar to Scrooge McDuck's the vault. Money, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. he has toys for days. This dude has like, I'm not even joking, like a thousand dolls, like. Toy trucks. There's just, a full size World War II airplane in there. there yeah, there are mounds that he of those, was like, sleeping he, in. His secret passage is bigger than anyone's house that I know. No, like, that, that's accurate. At one point, 
this doesn't ruin anything. It's like, like an amphitheater. Like he's walking through this secret passage with his grandfather, and his grandfather, who presumably has lived here, did not know this secret passage existed. It's on a roped bridge, right? It, there's it, like, yeah, there's like a roped Goonies bridge in this room, and the grandfather's like, "Where are we? Like, what is this room? I've never been here." Being like, from being from Chicago, it's like the Brookfield Zoo. If you're walking across the like the gorilla habitat, yeah. it is. It is someone donated like $25 million for that to happen. That's your secret house. It has more square footage than all of our houses put together. (laughs) And it's a room that this, that the homeowner did not know existed previously. Oh, where did this come from? Yeah. (laughs) That's how big this fucking (laughs) is. You have the bat cave. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Um, And it's not like underground because he gets to it through a door. Like this is just on the main level. Thought it was underground. It looked like it was the soundtracks underground. (laughs) Yeah, maybe, maybe maybe it was. But like the way he gets to it, it didn't. It it was like through his wardrobe. I'm sorry. There are there are there are two connecting points. It's the wardrobe and a fake refrigerator. (laughs) Yeah, guys, come on. Fake refrigerator (laughs) that didn't that went to a non-refrigerated area. Like, you don't even have that. You don't have a fake refrigerator. Come on. Yeah, but you know we're we're getting ahead of ourselves. We so are, yeah, like the, I'm, I'm sorry, Rabbit Troop sucks twenty ninety nine. You don't have fake refrigerator. No. <laughs> when your alien overlords try to attack you, you're going through Rabbit Troop sucks fake refrigerators ten percent off yeah. if you use our source code and our complimentary codes. Yeah, I mean that's how I get into my house. It's like my house is basically like Meow Wolf. You just have to go through refrigerators <laughs> and shit to get around. I mean that's <laughs> takes yes. an hour to get into your house. Yeah, basically you had to solve a puzzle first. <laughs> Take some photos. Yeah. Um get on a BBS. <laughs> Commodore <yeah>. 64. <laughs> That's what I, when I work from home, I'm just on one. I'm, I'm doing a BBS. You're on a C64. Yeah. I dial nope. 3615 Paranoel and I log into work. There's probably a person out there for you. Yeah. You don't want to meet that. Didn't I no, talk he's about on, like. He's on his way now. I told like, him where I'm at. I think, I think I said in numerous podcasts for the surprise, 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 surprise December. What was, I think the last one I pimped you out was like, if you want to play with Mike in a dark Cheeseman park, just write me at Rabbit Oh, yeah, he's making, weird, he's making weird promises. <laughs> <laughs> See, Lamar's wow. in. Oh, they're already out there. He, he pitched it in. Yeah, you and I are uh, getting set up to be touched inappropriately. Uh, up man, I don't know like why that. you're bringing in Lamar. It was yeah. <laughs> Lamar, no. no. Thank you for not including <laughs> me in that. I you weren't were here. I don't want to be a part of that. Uh, Lamar's in now. Yeah. <laughs> We're all, we're all part of throw it. me on the sides. Don't Together. involve me. <laughs> Rabbit troop sucks. Field trip to choose the park. It's gonna be a hashtag field trip. Damn it! <laughs> my new horror film field trip. <laughs> well, okay, I'm in for that. <laughs> you wanted to play a fat flag football? Can field I trip? Can I do the soundtrack? Gotcha. <laughs> you want to eat some tacos in the garden? Field trip. <laughs> After flag football, Ta- tacos. Tacos in the garden. <laughs> That's a different film of mine. That sounds like a real thing. <laughs> it can be if you play your cards right. Thanks. I want to be part of either of those. That's right. Well, you're in it now, buddy. Let's well, do it. Damn it, damn it. Again, Where rate me. Rabbit Troop Sucks Podcast. <laughs> I will sign off on any of these gentlemen. Uh. Flag, flag football, romps, and was that, is it parking lot tacos? Well, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're getting tacos no matter what. Yeah, now I'm just hungry. <laughs> yeah. Parking lot tacos. <laughs>
Okay. Uh, where are we in this movie? I don't know. Parking okay. lot tacos? Yeah. What's the British equivalent? To, or no, it's French equivalent to parking lot tacos. <laughs> I'm going to go once, once again, I'm going to go back to the croissants. Mm-hmm. In yeah. a parking lot. Parking what, lot croissants. What's parking lot in French? Do they go, I mean, in Britain, it's like a car park. <laughs> <laughs> a croque madame in the car park. <laughs> Surprise, I'm not going to edit any of this, so... <laughs> I've, I've, I've told you from day one, you shouldn't edit any of this. Mm-hmm. Just let him, let him hear what happens. That's true. Yeah, well, surprise. <laughs> yeah. That Tal Code Santa Claus, I told you... I told you to, I told you to start with. <laughs> That's You did. Promises were made, and we're, and we're delivering. Is that 011? We got to get out of the country? You need French ambassadors. <laughs> like, I am in Denver, Colorado. Hi, France. Well, wherever this is in France, mm-hmm. I need I need help. Wonder, they won't help us. No, they're not going <laughs> to. Okay. I wonder if there's. I wonder if this movie's deep lore in French culture, or if they even care or know that it's released. Did we even talk about the grandpa playing weird, rudimentary D and D? Well, we haven't. We haven't gotten to that scene yet. <laughs> That's fair chronologically, but that is the next one. Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, the kid and the grandpa are playing weird D and D with like <laughs> Muppet checkboards. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Checkerboards? It's it's like the like the chessboard from Star Wars with like the giant animatronic pieces. Ah, yeah, don't that, piss yeah. off a Wookiee. But but like they don't move. They're just it's just like a little a little tiny game board with gigantic D and D statues. Yeah, and Grandpa's got this dialed in with lies, deception, and mm-hmm. making up the rules. Because there are moments Grandpa's winning without doing a damn thing. Yeah, the Grandpa <laughs> seems. But we learn later that he. He just now, after years of playing, has finally gotten to level two. There's a little he leveled joke up in there. About, yeah, he leveled yeah. up. The kid, the kid was clowning on him for sucking at it. Yeah, um, but probably I mean, true. They probably played thousands of times, and the grandpa just died every time. And now here we are, mm-hmm. eight years later. I mean, when you make up a game of nonsense, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was. It's yeah. like they honestly took a game of, remember that board game Dungeon? I think you have that, Paul. It's yeah. A board game with the, uh, it's like a Dungeons and Dragons uh, board game, pretty is it, much. Is uh, it one of the 8,000 board games that is to my left right now? How dare, how dare you. <laughs> he called you out. How dare you. How dare you. <laughs> but it uh, came with its own miniature pieces, mm-hmm. and they're just like playing this game with Dolls? random rules but yeah look dolls yeah they pretty much are right way too big miniatures for this board game that's correct yeah it's like a regular size board game with like a cabbage patch kid sitting on top of it <laughs> but it's I, the I, 80s I, in france yeah i think that part possible. of this i think the main part of this scene is just more bonding between this kid yeah we're just we're establishing that kind of like more storyline that push the uh, plot further. For yeah, we're just we're demonstrating the care here. Excuse me, I'm going to grip it and rip it. Grip it and rip it. Oh, there. done. What? Oh, what are you? Is, is it local? No, it's that, not. You I mean, local, bro. I'm not. This is no? Yosef Brow. Um, <laughs> is the, this? Like, do you want to spin it? Like cracks like lo- local drinks like. Jokel, <laughs> Jokel, yeah, no, that, that's what I was gonna say. It does look good. Um, it uh, Lamar's intrigued. Yeah, <laughs> it handles like a steakhouse, but uh, it drives like a drive, it drives like a steakhouse, but it ha- handles like a bistro. I don't, I'm kidding. No, this is a <laughs> winter ride. 
uh, which we're on a winter ride right now. You could Don't, say no, um, no. It's dark I, roasted with Munich malts. <laughs> As Paul, I am not. It's the Trader Joe's house I brand. I am not on anyone's winter. Paul, ride. you're on a winter <laughs> ride right now. You just don't know it yet. All right. Don't, yeah. Don't involve me with this. You're involved. Anyway, uh, yeah, they're they're playing <laughs> shitty fake D and D bonding, and uh, a delivery driver rolls on up. Delivery driver rolls on up. Yeah. I'll skip us through a little bit. Mm -hmm. A delivery driver rolls up. Like, ho, ho, ho. I'm just going to, oh, dad. Uh, he opens the back. The back oh, yeah, no, he, the he, delivery driver does he, not make it. And Santa's like, hoo-ha. And he, <laughs> yeah, he says, hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. It's like, I had a cold. Hoo-ha. <laughs> 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 he, he was saying that he wanted to go to the hoo-hut for dinner later. Hoo-ha. <laughs> that guy's so angry. <laughs> my wife knows. Hoo-ha. Oh my God, that guy's so angry. <laughs> um, yeah, so he jumps out. He kills the delivery driver mm -hmm. uh, and he kills caretakers because yes. he rolls up to the house. That's where I'm like, who the hell are these They're people? They're the caretakers, yeah. Well, I they find don't that say up. that until later <laughs> they in the movie. They don't say but... shit. Uh, yeah. It's like random, jolly. People are like, oh, he wants some hot chocolate on this cold day, nave. I don't mm. know what they're saying in France. They're no. like, touch the baguette and <laughs> spread the brie. And that's exactly no, right. Noel to all. <laughs> Don't and, touch the bed yet. <laughs> on Christmas Eve, you could do whatever. Um, that's fair. And but they're killed uh, immediately. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't really see it. It's alluded to. We later learn they're super dead. Um, mm -hmm. I have no idea who these people are. They seem so jolly. Uh, they literally just answered a doorbell. Yeah. Um, that's why you got to get ring doorbells. And that's why, you know, they're supporting us in our security systems. Ring doorbells. Send us money. We'll talk more. There you go. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, already have, I don't really need another one, though. But send us money anyway. You can send us go. cameras, side cameras. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. Get more cameras than um, here. I'd like a... A, a digital, what do they call them? The the locks that you can open with your oh, thumb yeah. or whatever. I'd like I'd like one of those. Would you like like a side arm system that covers like half your forearm, like in this movie, like the power glove? Like, uh, obviously, yeah. Like your turbo kit. I mean, how else am I going to control my house if were it not for this gigantic power that stuff? Glove? That stuff looked heavy. It <laughs> did, yeah. No, he he yeah. was equipped for sure. Wearing like eighty pounds of eighty Sony. Technology, mm -hmm. the CRT monitors. Yeah. No, oh, he was just festooned with body. monitors and like Walkmans and <laughs> all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Electronics. Yeah. Like, Lamar, what? all of this would have been heavy if it was real and not just in his mind. Uh, right. <laughs> that, was yeah. the, that was the thing that he every up. time. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> he has like a radar screen from a MIG strapped to his back for Damn some it, reason. Paul, I didn't even consider that. Yeah. The end of the movie, just credits roll. He's in an orphanage. He's playing with, you know, like pieces of paper and like his <laughs> own <laughs> imagination. Um, this is how he escapes. <laughs> um, there you go. Boom. Credits roll. So you've Perfect. listened to Dial Code Santa, uh, Deadly Games. Mm -hmm. Happy uh, birthday, Christmas. <laughs> happy birthday, Christmas. We haven't gotten to happy birthday, Christmas yet. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, Mike should probably drive the ship for a little bit. You, okay. Do you want me to like work through the plot a little probably. bit? Okay. So yeah, all of the things that Paul said happened and we, we cut back and we see uh, the mother and Roland, who might be fucking the mother, but we don't know. Nah, he's totally the new boyfriend. I actually like this guy all throughout. Yeah, no, Roland is, is great. I, I think fine. the problem is I have an American perspective, and I'm like, uh, like, okay, this guy wants to be the stepdad, mm -hmm. 
every 80s sitcom is like you're an a-hole right no this guy's yeah. this guy's yeah, like super nice he, yeah, he's, he's like very concerned about the kid he yeah. wants to have like he actually makes sets it up that mom is more available right well and and that's what the scene is demonstrating like it's stores closed it's 10 30 at night and he's like hey lady go home to your fucking son it's christmas eve well she's like we have all this accounting i gotta count this money and do paperwork Well, he says it he's like we've we've we have all this and she's like this is like 20 times the amount we'd ever have to do and then he's like He's like, or I could do it. You yeah. can go home because yeah, who like, fucking cares? Yeah, he's like, I'm going to be in the office next door. You could call me mm-hmm. uh, unless you don't trust me, which I'm your partner. But like, you should and go home. Yeah, I was so, like, oh, cool. So she she goes home. She's going to go. And she apparently lives 5,000 miles away because it takes her for fucking ever to get there. <laughs> like, I mean, France is the size of this basement. Um, but like, she can't get home to her fucking son. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Well, I um, think that's where the phrase pairs of Noel come from. It's you eat a pear and then oh. you don't know what the hell's going on because you're in France. I thought that was like man, in a mansion. I thought it was like man pears. Oh, well, that comes later, too. And I think Dracula's there. There's happy birthday, Christmas. Wow. Dra- <laughs> I don't I miss the Dracula. I, I <laughs> There's a lot of I, I, maybe I was taking a note during that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, OK, so she's Deep she's note. she's driving home. Um and now we, we cut to later. It's 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 late at night. Uh, what's the kid's name? Thomas. 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 We. Thomas. We. Don't say C. Say we. Yeah. Thomas <laughs> is he's asleep under the table. He's kind of spying on the uh, the fireplace. I don't know why he was looking at this one in particular because this house has eighteen thousand fireplaces. Yeah. <laughs> Which but, one is he coming down? But he singled in on this one, and he he the wa- grand fireplace. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> duh. He he wakes up, and he sees a rope coming down the chimney. Uh, he's like, "Fuck yeah, it's happening! Santa's here!" And then he sees Santa coming down the chimney. So, side note: Santa got here in a car. Um, I don't know why he bothered to climb up on the goddamn roof also and, don't know that. and, and rappel down the chimney, but also don't know. <laughs> it was to set the mood. Um, yeah. the mood is wrong. <laughs> yeah. So Toma is hanging under the table like, Oh fuck, it's Santa. This is dope as hell. Uh, but then RJ is the dog. Yeah. Then RJ, JR, 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 whatever. Uh, then, then not whatever. Damn it. JR, sorry, sorry, JR wait, you're a hero. JR is a hero. So and JR sees Santa and is like, Nope. This Santa's fucking bullshit and attacks yeah. Santa. Yeah, it goes like JR's not big. JR's what? What would you think? Like 40 pounds tops? He wasn't a big, he wasn't like a like yeah. a teacup dog, but it was like just like an average size. And JR just goes, it's like Wuffle, Wuffle, like anyone who owns a dog, it's Wuffle? No, it's Wuffle, like around the oh. corner, like something's wrong. Like Wuffle, insta bite. This dog just jumps like, yeah. Cr- so true. one, the whole view that we're seeing of this angle is from just under Santa, the table. Yeah, yeah, just Santa's legs, like waist down. So it's not weird for me to say, like, that dog goes crotch first, like crotch, upper thighs, yeah, he, like he above the, the knee, like really sensitive areas. He goes for the pear Noel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, there, I'll I'll see myself out. Uh, oh, that's good stuff, Mike. Was it? Okay. <laughs> Surprise! Uh, yeah. Surprise! It's good. it's good stuff. Yeah, and yeah, and that dog. And I'm gonna say this like sadly, and probably the only sad thing I'll say about this movie is that dog gives its life for that kid. Like, yeah. it is very aware. Like, I know where this kid is. I am just gonna bite the hell out of the mm-hmm. legs and sensitive areas, and does, but. 
It, I'm, I'm laughing. It's just because <laughs> I don't have the words to describe what happens. It was pretty graphic, to be honest. Well, the the, the fake... So now just Charlie Manson Santa Claus mm-hmm. um, takes what I assume is a, like a pate serving It was like a, fork. Like a, like a tort... Like a pie <laughs> cutter, yeah, exactly. But yes. for, I think right. for pate, like yeah. there was yeah. like some kind of loaf of sorts, a loaf, <laughs> a loaf, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> a loaf, and takes that and stabs the dog in mm-hmm. the throat. Like, and now the movie is super real. The dog is yeah. dead. I hate when they kill animals in films. I hate it for any reason. Um, mm-hmm. And now I just want this guy to die. All, all menacing kind of deaths. Um, kid takes off. Absolutely. Uh, but hell yeah, JR. JR is still one of my favorite characters of this film. Yeah. Died for that kid. Died for everyone. And F that dude. This dude's a weirdo. Yeah, this dude sucks. Um, but yeah, now now we're introduced to like, he's in the house. He's crazy. He's killed RJ, JR. JR. Um, and he, he's, he's, we don't really know what his motivations are other than he's crazy, but he's here. He's here for it. So the kid, uh, my told, guess is he's laid off and now just like insane. Yeah. I mean, he just, he, he, he honestly like throughout this whole movie, even from the very beginning, just like when he's trying to have the snowball fight with the kids, he looks kind of like a homeless, me- mentally disabled person. Like he, this does not appear yeah, to right me to be like, go, yeah. yeah, like he didn't, he, it wasn't like you were fired. You're and he's angry. He just, he looked like he was mentally disturbed and kind of just a vagrant. And guys, did we skip the scene that might explain a little of his mental illness of him? There was a scene where um, he was preparing to do his little creeping. So uh, he took some spray paint or whatever it was. He was coloring his... Yeah, I didn't totally know. skipped over that. I oh, can't remember when it was. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Was that supposed to be like you spray like you on spray like, like the trees tree? and shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's dressing himself up yeah, as Santa like, Claus. It's like and the, the spray. It's a crazy scene where he's looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, that was yeah. yeah. So now this guy's huffing it up. So he's huffing it up, and that might explain a little of his psychosis. That you're walk. very right. Yeah, but yeah. He, I guess it it wasn't mentioned, but like he's this, crazy before. He but was crazy now before. He's yeah. crazy on. He's huffing. He's crazy plus five. Yeah, yeah. and he he has, he has a white beard. <laughs> and he, he's pretty much getting ready to do his creeping, and he made yeah. his way into the house. He just liked the way he looked. You know, it's like the it's like the reverse just for men. <laughs> you wanted to look more dignified. I want to bring that up. Uh, that was a scene before he came down, and we were talking about the dog scene. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was right after. Actually, he kills the dog. I think he kills the was dog. It? I think so. I honestly don't remember. Yeah, I think because the way I have it is like the dog like freaks out, and that because we never see this guy like above the waist. Then he goes into another room, spray paints his face. <laughs> now he's all huffed up. Does a, does a little huffing. Um, um, gotta. Yeah, so the, the kid runs off. He runs and gets his grandfather. <laughs> I keep writing, he goes through Narnia through the he, wardrobe. He goes through Narnia. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, so he, he grabs his grandfather, and they go through Narnia. And then <laughs> this is where the grandfather's like, hey, so the, I own this house, and there's a giant toy room in it that I didn't know about. And the kid was like, and this is where we understand maybe that there's like a toy empire. He's like, this is where my dad's toys are and his dad's toys and all of our family's toys. And someday my toys will be in here. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, the, and he's like, <laughs> great. You're kind of spoiled, but cool. All right. Um, cool. I'm glad I got you a van of Christmas toys. Right. But so they, they just kind of use that as a pass through to go through the refrigerator and they're trying to get in to the car that he fixed earlier to get the fuck out of there. But apparently he's not as good at fixing cars as he thought. Cause this thing won't fucking start. Um, and Père Noel shows up on the scene and tries to like stop them. And he does this at first by smashing his head into the windshield. Yeah, that is not a fun time. Which yeah. does not work. Yeah, but also bold move. You walk up, you're like, ah, your car is stalled. You know mm-hmm. what I'm going to do? I'm going to walk up to it and smash my head against your windshield. <laughs> right. Um I know you mean business at that point in time. Yeah. I'm surprised you're still conscious and standing, but... You definitely mean business. Yeah. If you know what you're still thinking. He demonstrated I'm his not intent cool with that. right yeah. there. Yeah. Might have been some bath salts involved in that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. French bath salts? Yeah. Lay baths. Lay baths. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say the same thing, weren't you? Both <laughs> 20% off at Bed Bath & Beyond this holiday season. <laughs> Rabbit Troop Sucks has been trying to advertise you the whole time. Yeah. This episode oh, brought to you by Le Bath Salts. <laughs> Lemon Verbena? On a, on a winter's eve? <laughs> Bam. <laughs> You're fighting people in an alley. Welcome to my Fight Club. Rabbit Troop Sucks is brought to you by Fight Clubs. Do you have any? Write us. I don't I don't know. Clubs made for fighting. I'll go if I can watch. I don't want to do Fight Club. Oh, no. We're just saying, like, we will send you people, like... Tell us about your fight club. So we're not fighting. Yeah, no. We, we will send our viewers, Paul, our listeners. Paul <laughs> wants to destroy something beautiful. It's that's a good service and a good tagline. Yeah, we got it all right here. Mm-hmm. Done. I'm doing alcohol, so you guys have to talk for a second. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say, Lamar. Where we're at? Um, we're in weird areas. Santa's going through a windshield. I, I do I do have that. Yeah, so he starts Santa beating the car with a fucking hammer. Oh, yeah. um, oh, then he picks up like a straight up like metal mallet and starts like doing that. So now it's yeah. like they're getting through. Kid basically bounces, grabs grandpa, pulls him through the wardrobe, which is really weird. It's kind of an interesting scene. But grandpa's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like Grandpa's always self-sacrificial for Thomas, which yeah. again, I love him for that. Um, he's like, oh, like run, run, and like the kid, like you see the grandpa like, kind of get like sucked back, but it's the kid pulling mm-hmm. him through the wardrobe end of this like right. crazy secret tunnel. Yeah, and then now we see the kid; he's ramboing up again. He's putting on the face paint, clipping on the the disc man. Yeah, I was gonna Walkman. say, yeah, I was gonna joke and be like, and putting on not like needless things like fake knives and grenades. Mm, apparently, all those are real. Yeah. So I. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this kid straight Look, up got grenades and knives. Well, they were all plastic. We see him like loading one sure. of the plastic grenades with marbles later. Also, like, spoiler alert, it doesn't fucking work. Mm. But uh, it, it looks yeah. like fake shit, but he's setting it up as real shit. You know, it makes him feel good. It's, yeah. it's like a crutch, kind of. The holiday season. There is some real looking stuff in here. He has real looking crossbows that he's setting. The up. crossbow is one hundred percent real. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they I, was that gunpowder and a fake looking. Grenade? Well, that, that, that's, a, that's yeah. what I mean later. Like Mike, Mike's like it was filled with marbles, but it was filled with like gunpowder and a wick. Right. And okay. It's super weird. Um, I don't know where he's getting a good chunk of this. Like the toys, as spoiled as one could be, and I don't say spoiled lightly. Like I feel. My daughter has lots of things, and this isn't. This is obscene. This is 
Denver, Colorado, someone bought your kid a Cherry Creek Mall. That's their playroom. The, the like, entire Cherry Creek. Yeah, mall. like it's yeah. insane. Um, it's cra- it's crazy. So the, the Cherry Creek Mall does not have a toy store. Or a cool like bed plane or a rope bridge. <laughs> Cherry Creek Mall, get your act together. Well, they have the play area. But they don't have a rope bridge. They it's not like it's Goonies. I have not dolls. been to <laughs> Cherry Creek Mall in ages. But it's cool. There's not an FAO Schwartz in there anymore. No, there's there's like literally no toy store. Or FAO Schwartz. When the hell was that? Like, I I don't think that, like, that is before my time. That that would have to be like mid 90s. (laughs) There's an FYE in there. Sure. Um, I think Toys R Us is coming back. I think I read that somewhere. I read that too. Well, like, select like pop up locations. That's cool. I don't, I don't think it's real. I mean, if it's like cool pop-up locations around the world, That's maybe like, around yeah, the sure. nation. What's uh, his name? Jeffrey? Is that the Jeffrey the giraffe? Yeah, he's going to be there probably. That's cool. That'd be all right. Mm-hmm. I like this idea. I loved going to toy stores as a kid. Yeah, now it's going to Amazon. It's, uh, I think every generation of kids should have a toy store or a brick and mortar toy store where you can go into and agree. It can be a kid. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to selling this. A kid can't be a kid at Amazon. No, <laughs> just can't. I mean, we had an Amazon store in Cherry Creek, but they fucking closed oh, it. God. Yeah, you can't be a kid in there. No, no. Said no. so, you can work there. <laughs> That's child <laughs> labor. <laughs> yeah. No, they did for sure. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> fuck. Where are we? I like throwing you off. I have no. <laughs> I know. Okay. No. So, like, they escape from the car. Oh, and then uh, Grandpa. Grandpa's like. I think your mom has a phone in her office, like a separate phone. Because I don't think we said this. When, the phone got cut. Yeah, yeah, the phone got cut. Like that, that was kind of like a smart move. Like although crazy dude is crazy, he's clearly intelligent enough to like work his way through a insanely huge mansion. Mm-hmm. So like one of his first moves was like cut the phone cords. So that's cut. But the grandpa's like, your mom actually has a separate line. Like I oh, could get yeah. there. Well, so what the kid does is he goes to his fucking computer. And he sends, like, a fax machine message. This, okay, so, Lamar, you are a fan of Batman. This kid goes, so, they, pay, I am assuming this is what happens. And I do think this is the case. I'd have to watch it again. I think he goes in two different ways. But the kid, basically, it's not his bedroom. He it's basically has a. spire. Yeah, a computer effing spire. Like, Imagine a fairy tale where, like, an entire column tower is yours. But usually it's, like, dungeons and, like, you know, like, uh, uh, who's the long-haired princess? Rapunzel. Oh, yeah, like, let down your hair. Like, it's that. Like, you're trapped in. Uh, Not the case. This kid has full access. And it is, like, the Batcave run by Oracle. Isn't that who (laughs) runs Batman's deal? Yeah, or Batwoman or... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like a super. Or, yeah, Bat Batwoman becomes Oracle. Yeah, and it's like just a big super computer deal. Like Larry Allison Oracle. Well, there's a character named Oracle. Oh, okay, that, got it. That does pretty much essentially just uh, overlook and. Okay. And if yeah. this was 1989, and I saw that, and someone was like, "This is Oracle's deal," I'd be like, "That totally makes sense." There is. 15 computer monitors. There is all sorts of hardware. It's the, a nice setup. It's and, a good and, setup, yeah. And I wrote a couple times, this kid is similar to Batman, where he is apparently extremely intelligent, which is like Batman's like superpower, yeah. and he has unlimited funds. It is unlimited I, funds I everywhere. that's Batman's superpower. 
Especially this Batman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll bet I'd be super intelligent if I didn't have to go to work and I could dick around all day. Well, Batman usually knows, like, self-defense and, like, is a ninja. I wrote, that yeah. is not this iteration of Batman. No. This is just a kid, uh, very early Batman, who has just infinite money. Just but infinite You could money. argue that Batman is good at karate because he doesn't have to, like, fucking get up every morning and go to some shitty job. That's true. He can I, go do karate. I think what you guys are telling me is that money printing room that I, I drew in our dream house, that mm-hmm. came true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the Goonies, they tried it, and it just ha- printed half the side. Can't take his money. Can't print my own money. <laughs> Damn. I have to make money. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah, so... He goes to the room that Paul just described, and he sends a computer message to his mother's office and also to his weird friend. Yeah. Um, and uh, while this is happening, Santa is wandering around. He finds the toy room, um, and uh, something, something, something. Uh, mm. Oh, oh, so, like some stuff goes down, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and Santa gets trapped in the trap door that the dog got trapped in. Oh, the earlier. net, yeah, the, the net, yeah, the, the netting. <laughs> and, and and while this is happening, the kid, the, his friend, is like booking it over on his BMX bike in the snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. um, and all, also, we haven't mentioned kind of parallel to all this. The mother is frantically driving home, calling everyone she knows on her car phone from her sweet Porsche nine twenty eight. Um, not getting through, freaking out. Her boyfriend's trying to talk her. Yeah, down. she's like, "Where's the commissioner? Of the the police?" Right? Yeah, and she's, like, well, she's calling like, like the gendarmes or whatever they have. Yeah, over she's there. like, "You know who I am?" And she, she, yeah, she. I kind of like it because she doesn't play that lightly. She's like, "You know who I am? You know what's happening? I have all of these things, this technology. Like, I'm clearly in a car. Like, it's like." Go home. She's like, I'm calling you while I'm going home. Welcome to the technology I yeah, own. Like, it, it was a pretty like reasoned conversation with the police. They're, yeah, like, and could, that's where she's like, I have caretakers. Yeah, they're like, I can't oh, get yeah. in touch with anybody. Like, you can be there before I can. I'm on my way. Like, please just send someone. And she's grateful. She's not like being a dick about it. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> uh. But <laughs> to cut that short. Uh. She runs off the road. There's like a car that is never spoken of again. She runs off the road. Um, uh, it's it's kind of mentioned again. So I think the car phone is what saves her in all this. Well, she I calls th- her boyfriend. And he comes and picks her up. That and that I don't even think is shown. He no, just, it like, doesn't. Shows he, yeah, up. He just like, shows up. Thanks for saving me at this like area. Yeah. So she gets through the police and they're like, "We'll send people," but then she like she's like, "Great." But because it's snowing, she runs off the road. The next time we see her, like, jump ahead of time, it is Roland. And he's like, oh, my God, I found you. And yeah. we're, I like, there's no way of knowing how he would have done this. I have to assume it was the car phone. Yeah, like, no, she yeah. clearly called. Like, I'm basically um, here. Like, can you pick me up? And he's like, yes. Right. Also, like, she at this point has been driving for 45 minutes and he gets there in yeah basically mm. i mean that's not it doesn't really matter but yeah. the, the movie's the movie's now kind of jumping back and forth between things um bmx kid shows up uh and he kind of runs in and he runs in on santa now having freed himself from the net ambushes the kid and slashes the kid's fucking leg yeah also let's go back with the net thing like i don't understand like 
At first, you know, as I said, going back much earlier in this podcast, I thought this kid had like a full imagination. He was listening to war sounds, various other things. That's turned out like he's actually listening to the war sounds on a cassette tape. So we hear like war sound effects going on. Um, but he does capture his dog within this net. Like, and I'm not joking, like a three by three, if not bigger, sliding floor made of like oak wood opens up to a net do a foot or two like what the shit was the purpose of this like what is going on just in this house didn't like deep enough no. he just like, he built that to fuck with his dog who <laughs> built this like that kid <laughs> built this who knows there's a fucking grandpa That's very true. who paid for this <laughs> you're you're in way too deep for that mm-hmm. who the hell paid this for it like it was a sliding trap door to a net People might be get, get hurt. Money is no object. Yeah. I'll give you all the francs yeah, what, what in the was, world. What, what subcontractor came out to do this? Dracula's architect. Yes. I told you. I told you, Lamar. And it's in the middle of the hallway, too. It's mm-hmm. a walkable hallway for everyone. Yeah. Is it me again talking? Okay. Um, I was trying to figure out where we were. He just captured the guy in the net. Well, so he escaped from the net escaped and from the elder kid. Yeah, yeah. He and he he ambushes the kid in like the main room right as the friend rolls up, um, and slashes the kid's Slash leg. The and as he's bleeding on the ground, his friend runs in. and He's like, "Oh fuck, friend! No, you got to get the fuck out of yeah, here." Ball move, baller move too. Yeah. Like. I, 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 there are so many moments of this movie that I like. I mean, we watched this once. I'm glad we kind of went back to it. I love that it's like this kid, Thomas, immediately is like, you got to get out of here. Like, mm-hmm. self sacrificial, just like mom. Mom, a side note, but I noted on the side was very home alone, Catherine O'Hara intuition. Um, like, Kevin, <laughs> like, you got to get out of here. Um, but like, she, she is guided home because of that. And this kid, who I feel is kind of twerpy throughout this, and I just think it's just, like, poorly written, is he tells his best friend to, like, get out. Like, not, like, call... Well, I think he's, like, call someone, but, like, mainly, like, get out. Right. Right. So, and the kid does immediately. He gets out, and he he starts riding on his bike, and Santa gives chase. Um, And he's... uh, Again, it it is snowing. There is snow everywhere. Bike riding in the snow is not going great, but he, he does... He's making some distance. And this, this moment was great because the kid is like kind of, he rides his bike across the street and he beats a car. Yeah. Like, he, like by like a millisecond. By like a millisecond. So he, he clears it. The car drives by and clips Santa Claus. Yeah. Like the, like the rear view mirror. Right. Mirror. And <laughs> the driver of Side this car mirror, is, sorry. is mm-hmm. not explained. Like. We don't know who this person was, where they were going, but I can only imagine the driver of this car was like, oh, fuck, there's a kid in front of me on a bike. Oh, fuck, did I hit Santa Claus? <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not stopping. I'm just going to keep going. I don't want to explain this to anybody. Like, this is not worth it. Um, oh, yeah, that was that was this driver's moment. They're like, I'm just going to keep going to whatever Christmas party I'm going to. I, I also like the, the, the filming scene of this. Like, uh, as Santa is going for this kid, 
It is like pretty much every one of, and I'm not even joking, like every child nightmare I had where you're like running, but you feel like you're going in molasses because his bike is giving way. Like the back tire, you could tell is like swerving back. It's like swerving to the left. Like it's hitting snow. It's hitting snow. Like he's clearly like dominant in the right foot. Like I'm pedaling, I'm pedaling. It's like swerve, swerve. Mm-hmm. And this guy's like always like inches away from this kid. Yeah, he's getting close. And it, like when he finally makes like four feet of room, like he's across the street in this car clips. I was like, mm-hmm. that was a good scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that was pretty solid. There's another weird scene. It's very Jim Henson for me. Um, are we where the kid goes through a, a Thomas is going through a gray art gallery to get to a staircase? Where oh, the hell is that? that? Didn't it's write that super scene down, crazy. But it is crazy. I, I wrote it down as well. I mean, it was it was it didn't lead to anything, but yeah, it's like a weird like art gallery maze that he walks through for some. Yeah, reason. but he's going like left to left to right to left, like. But then they pan up. There's like an aerial view, and then they show like the floor itself is a piece of artwork. But it's broken up into different sectors. Mm-hmm. But each wall, if you're looking at it like in first person, is its own like gallery. And then he gets around a corner and goes up the steps. It's right, it's, it's yeah. right here. Like yeah. I'm kind of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as he gets upstairs, because he's like, oh, you're uh, for me. I was like, this is crazy. Like Chris, Chris, Chris in an undisclosed place with a undisclosed name. Uh, uh, the peanut butter solution. Um, he would understand this. It's like a fever dream, like this idea. And that's kind of like this maze that Thomas is going through. And it's super awesome. Like it's like twirling and twirling. It's very labyrinth, Jim Henson esque. And he gets up and he goes to this like weird attic. And all of a sudden, like Santa Claus is there. He's like, Oh, you want to dial this phone that was in this weird attic? Like, that was the mom's office? Like, that one, I don't understand. Yeah, who knows? And two, like, this guy just navigated this like infinitely faster than the house you live in. Like, what? I mean, I know there's the weightlifting room and the TV room and the media room and the art room. I keep noting these things, but like, that guy doesn't know that. Yeah, I mean, you could exist in this house for a year. And not run into another person. Going back to Cherry Creek Mall, like, but, but like so, this guy is on him all the time. Yeah, someone's after you in Cherry Creek Mall. Like no one else is there. You have some upgraded tech. You you know the lay of the land. This guy just walked in, and right now, like you're f- afraid that he's gonna get you. Correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's like they took all the uh, nuances in the Home Alone and just like had. Marvin Harry immediately find Kevin, just like walk in and like, hey, here you are, and just catch him instead of going through the house looking for him. Yeah, essentially the same thing happened here. Guy just shows up, finds the kid. He said, "Kevin, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to keep talking about the movie though?" <laughs> okay. Um. I have this drawing, <laughs> this drawing of, of when he gets shot by shot by darts. Well, we're almost at the darts part. <laughs> That's so why I have the drawing. Right now, we come to the saddest montage ever, where we are introduced to "Happy Birthday Christmas," which is a terrible fucking song. <laughs> a moonlit background. Yeah, um, but so in this montage, in addition to uh, Thomas sending up 
crossbow traps. We also see him carrying his dead dog and burying it in the uh, basement for some fucking reason. It's a big house. Um, and he is, he's now his, his leg has been slashed. So he creates a splint for himself out of three quarters of a chair that is just strapped to his body for the rest of the movie. Um, and, uh, yeah, he sets up these traps. He's, uh, filling up fake grenades with like marbles and gunpowder or something. Um, Oh, this was the setup scene. Yeah. He hides his grandfather in a suit of armor for some reason. Uh, and he, he's setting all this up. So, yeah, the only question I had in this is one of the main side quests is Thomas needs to get insulin for his grandfather. Yeah, his grandfather needs insulin. But I didn't know that until then now. Like is well, that Yeah, I didn't know that. What It was it was mentioned was. earlier that grand excuse me that, that the grandfather was a diabetic. Does he need insulin every 4 hours? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what the process is. Maybe you only need it if you haven't been having snacks and you're in a suit of armor in your mansion. I mean, he was asleep. It was like midnight. Like, I, I'm yeah, I don't know. Okay. He needed a fucking apple or something. I don't know how it works. Okay. Because like, um, I said, I, at one point in time, I wrote, this movie gets all con air. <laughs> like, we need to get the insulin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's setting up these traps. Some of them work. Some of them don't. But also, this is where now the cop shows up. A single police officer rolls up in a car. He is blasting fucking Midnight Special by CCR. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, and he gets out of the car, and he he first goes to uh, to like the the cottage house where the caretakers are. They're fucking dead. Yeah. So my side note was: What if Kevin McAllister in Home Alone, instead of having a uh, treehouse, just had a straight up side mansion, yeah. a, a carriage house for the star. Well, I mean, basically that's what this was. Yeah. And it was, there was just no <laughs> zip line. Um, but so Toma is also heading towards this carriage house to look for insulin. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he he gets he gets there. He looks for insulin. He finds it, and he sees the police car outside. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking that police car. Um, oh, you know, uh, one thing that we we, we kind of skipped over is that at one point after the traps kind of fail, um, Santa catches Toma and has a knife to his neck, and he's like, I got you. Oh yeah, I win. I win. Now it's your turn because he thinks they're just legitimately playing hide and seek. So he lets this kid. He lets this kid go, and he's like, "Hey, count to twenty. I'm gonna go hide." And he just fucking runs off to hide. And Tomas like, "Fuck you, do." And in the picture, I wrote, "Ho ho, no." Yeah, he's got a little picture. Oh, wow, you of, really did draw. Yeah, he's got a picture wow, of Santa there. Little, little darts in the neck. Got a little festive there. Maybe maybe we'll put it on Instagram for you. Yeah. Um, but th now this is where he goes to the, to the carriage house to get the, the insulin. And yeah, he, he gets in the police car and Toma or no, sorry. Uh, yeah. Toma tries to drive off, but sand is in the back. He's like, that's cheating. You can't drive off. Uh, but he does. And they run into a tree. Yeah. Again, this guy's got Santa magic. Like he might be a sentient demon from hell, but he still is appearing everywhere. Like yeah. what? Like 
No, he's uh, he's like, he's bouncing around. So one, like the friend, I can't remember the friend's name. It doesn't matter. That kid did BMX bike his way off. Never, no, we never see him right again. He got right the fuck out of there. Yeah, he's gone. So maybe he, uh, like told the authorities. Maybe he told you his know parents. what? When he got home, his parents were like, "Where were you?" He's like, "I don't know." Shut up. <laughs> Go, Merry Christmas. You're <laughs> going to bed. Here's some hot chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> you love marshmallows. I do. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that kid's gone. <laughs> Damn. Mm-hmm. I have a lot more. I have a lot more. I don't know. Really? Because I had three more words okay. after this on my note, which is why I just closed my notebook. Lamar, what do you, what do you have? The rap, uh, you know what? There's a period of time where I stopped writing cool. and I said, you know what? This happy, movie happy, is happy pretty much Christmas. a Home yeah. Alone clone or a predecessor. And I started writing the similarities between the movies. And it's like, how did they not just get their money? Yeah. There was one point in time I, I'm, I was going through like a spread shot of notes where this kid, uh, Tom, T- Tomas, Thomas, he breaks in, or he breaks in, he like walks into like a bathroom, and he's like, I, I had to cure my wounds and my grandpa, and Lamar noted that they have a bigger pharmacy than Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate, yeah. Uh, when he's looking for the drugs for um, insulin, it's like there's so many boxes of just random drugs and like it's just this old he, man he couldn't fucking find the insulin yeah he had to go to a different mansion multiple boxes of whatever medication right and it's just three people in the house we forgot to note that when tomas or thomas is driving the cop car he crashes it then fake handcuffs santa to the car we didn't forget to mention i was about to talk about it and you kept interrupting <laughs> with home alone quotes <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Um, yeah. So, but, but that yeah. happens. He they, they crash, and as as Santa's trying to like claw his way out, uh, Toma handcuffs him to like the the oh shit handle. And again, like Santa magic, he immediately escapes from this. Why he just breaks it off? Like, yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it's I, not I, even I, I to drive my nose off. was like, are these toy handcuffs? Like, what happened? They, they might have been. I don't totally. even think they were fastened. Yeah. the way he just broke this. Um, but so he's chasing him kind of through the, the, the minor woods in between the mansions and Toma trips over the dead police officer, uh, but also finds his pistol and shoots Santa. <laughs> That's where everything just got serious. It turned from a playful little romp of, eh, I'm gonna just go through of, of yeah. dog yeah. murder and child attack. Now, yeah. just draws a gun now, on now people <laughs> are getting shot. Yeah. There weren't any candy canes. I don't, I don't know what to believe. <laughs> no, no one does. Juror number seven does not know what to believe. I did write the ending down, but mm-hmm. uh, the kid, he did shoot Santa, run off. He gave yeah, he, insulin. He, yeah, 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 he, he got the insulin. insulin. He he unhooked his grandfather from like the armor stand that he was yeah, on. Yeah, he propped him up in a nice armor suit. I mean, I, it, it must have taken hours to get Grandpa into that fucking suit yeah, of armor. imagining the prep of putting him up there. Yeah, but he got him down. He gave him the insulin. He woke up. Um Santa Claus shows back up and we're, we're just, we're, we're burning through it now. Santa <laughs> Claus shows back up. Uh, even though grandpa is fucking blind, he comes to, he finds the pistol. He says, come on duck or whatever. And he just starts shooting and he so shoots this is Santa. a blind grandpa just shoot. Yeah. Just yeah, taking yeah, pot shots. And basically at the same time, mom comes home, everything's cool. And that awful, awful song plays again. Awful Happy song. Happy birthday, Christmas. Happy birthday, Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, as always, you can reach us at Rabbit Troop Sucks at Wait, Pot- wait. No. Let, we, you, we haven't talked about our feelings. What, do, what did you think about this movie? Wait, wait, wait. I was just going to know like, where you could reach us. We're oh, I thought, I, I thought you were closing no, this off. No, Rabbit, Rabbit Troop Sucks podcast at gmail.com. 
or Instagram or Facebook. Um, I have mixed feelings. Okay. I, I, I feel there are a lot of like very cool points to this. Um, I don't know. Like I know nothing about French cinema. I know like this is super weird that this is like French. If this was British, I kind of, I think I would understand more yeah. like the shortcomings of we have a lot of technology. We had a screenwriters meeting for like two days in like 1989. Um, overall, I like it. Um, I think it's fun. I think it's different. I don't know. <laughs> fun and different. I, I'll agree with you on that. Um, once again, I just cannot stop making all those weird. If you're going to watch this movie as a, let's face facts, everybody out there pretty much has a list of Christmas movies that they watch every year mm -hmm. is put them together. If, uh, you're going to add this into your list. Watch it immediately before or after Home Alone. Do it back to back. Yeah. Make those comparisons. Get in on the lawsuit if they still have it. I mean, uh, they're very similar movies. This one's a little darker with tones. I mean, there's a gun drawn. There's crossbows, grenades. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said this was more Skyfall than Home Alone. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Albert Finney is setting traps in the mansion. But um, I'll just say that there's so many specific scenes that it's just so so bizarre that... Yeah, this is a weird movie, but I kind of like watching it. This isn't an every year movie for no. me. Oh, yeah. This is like an every three movie, every three year movie yeah, for me. Yeah, and I think that's how we're rolling with yeah. it. Like but three, like, four years. Yeah. The <laughs> runtime, too, is... Uh, it, like an hour so and a half? Yeah. Hour and a half, but it feels like two. It's it, Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Lamar. Like, there, there, there could have been some... Yeah. Yeah. Some shredding down yeah. and slimming down. Maybe of not stuff. two, maybe an hour 45, but it, there is a little extra tacked on that makes it feel a little more lengthy than it should be. Yeah, the, it, well, it does Lamar, feel lengthy. Yeah, this is slightly under an hour and a half. Yeah, and well, that's because the first two thirds of this movie, nothing fucking happened. That is correct. All that, of like, it's totally correct. All of the action happens in the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, if they had just kind of like spread it out a little bit more, but it's all about establishing this guy as a weirdo. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you haven't seen this movie and you like this sort of thing, 100% watch it. Like you'll you get, it. you'll get something out of it. I, I like it. Yeah. Like I, this is not a movie that I would recommend casually. Um, but if, if you're into like weirdo Christmas nonsense, uh, this, this is a good one. Lamar, do you think you're in for the next, uh, w next week and, uh, our final film for Christmas, mm -hmm. even though it's not the final film of December, do you no. think you're in? Yeah, probably. Okay. I like it. Cause, uh, I'll open up with one gentle question before we go. Gentle question. <laughs> that's our, that's our side radio programs. Oh, man. You've been touched gentle by the questions. gentle question. Those are three hour long. Do we episodes. have like a button that can play like a rolling thunder Ooh. sound? Yes. Gentle mm. questions. Probably. <laughs> what is everyone's favorite? As it, first thing that comes to mind, what's all of one of your favorite Christmas moments getting a present? I think more kids. I was, I was thinking kids for me. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Like, I want you like, to go first on that if you have a one. Uh, yeah, I just remember, like, I was a huge fan of G.I. Joe. I remember, uh, my, my family giving me, like, several things for, like, the holidays once. Uh, my brother and I lived in Virginia, and I just remember, like, one Christmas, for whatever reason, it was like, we got you extra, and I think I always had, like, 
like the figures, but it was very rare. Mm, I don't say rare, but like I never really went for the vehicles. I always wanted more like characters. It was kind of fun. Yeah. So I remember I was like, here's a couple extra vehicles. And one was like this huge, awesome spy plane. And like, I never saw it. I never knew it existed nice. for whatever reason. I always think back to it. I'm like, that's so cool. Like I got some GI Joe stuff. My brother got like, think some like uh sega master system stuff and uh i was just like so awed that i was like i need to build this and my brother's like i'll build it for you um and i, I think it was very simple with gi joe but like i don't know it was, it was like super cool and I, I getting stuff i didn't know existed that was always really cool was that was always like a shout out to my brother. That's awesome was the sky plane a gi joe sky plane or was it, it was, I, I think else? it was i think it was Oh, I think it was G.I. Joe. Like, it was G.I. Joe versus Cobra. Okay, that's awesome. I, I, I think it was G.I. Joe. Um, <laughs> wow. I think also my first, like, and going back, like, while I always liked, like, my brother picked out cool stuff. Like, um, he picked out my first He-Man stuff. Like, I didn't even know this stuff existed. Like, I saw, like, a, some rough, like, a commercial, or I knew kind of in the background, but, like, having someone older being, like, that's what you want to play with. You're like, oh my god, that's more amazing. I don't know well, where that's are you at. Pretty cool. Oh, are you man. at video game anything? Like, um, as a kid, just toys and video games. You know how it is. Um, I can't remember how old I was. It was uh, probably my Super Nintendo era. Oh yeah, when it was first released. I remember just being hyped as a kid. Remembering seeing commercials. Oh my goodness. Super Nintendo, it's gonna be it's Nintendo but Super, and I was a big Nintendo head, and I just kept my eye on wow that thing's coming out that'd be cool if I got it for Christmas, and um, as a kid I had the Sears catalog and I was circling my toys that I wanted hey mom look at this isn't this cool that'd be cool for Christmas, and I didn't think I was gonna get it that year but, and uh, I will say this. I'll preface this. Um, I did sneak around as a kid. Like my mom clearly bought me this uh, present for Christmas because I found it before she had a chance to wrap it in the house. She's kind of hit it, and I hope she doesn't. <laughs> listen Is your to mother a listener of the podcast? <laughs> Probably. I we'll find out. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Send her a direct link. Yeah, <laughs> right before Christmas, after Thanksgiving, that area. Um, I was sneaking around the house. I found it, like, hidden in the attic. I'm like, yeah. In the attic? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was sneaking through the whole house, man. I, <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, what did they get me for Christmas? I just couldn't wait. But I waited for Christmas, and I kind of faked my uh, – actually, it wasn't really fake excitement. I was really excited to wrap that thing up and – or wrap it, take the wrapping off, and like, yeah, it's a Super Nintendo. It's kind of like blew my mind even seeing it on Christmas. D didn't day. Super Nintendo come with like Mario World? It did. I um, played the hell out of it. I probably put a thousand hours into that game. The first, I don't know if you can fit a thousand hours into three days, but I sure, did. You can. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you're a kid, you can. Yeah, yeah I did. Totally. Mm -hmm. um, still my favorite game to this day. All right. Uh, 1990, I want to say that was. Here we are, 32 years later. Uh, Lamar, are you saying Super Mario World is one of your favorite games? I think it is. That's awesome. Uh, and okay. it came from That's that Christmas. Uh, that was a great Christmas. I remember spending just a week playing that game. That's awesome. That was a... That was probably my favorite um, unwrapping of a present. That's if all, I, I, I like that. Go for that story. Yeah. 
Mike, Mike is yours. You're Nintendo. No, can I do can I do a Christmas a memory that's not a present? That sounds yes. Is that is that acceptable? <laughs> yeah, there are there are no rules on rabbit okay. socks. Yeah, I, I don't have like I've had a lot of concussions, so my memory from childhood is like super fuzzy, um, and I don't have like a big nostalgia bone. But there was the it was the last Christmas that my family and I spent at the house that we lived in when I was born. And there was a huge fucking pine tree in the front yard. And because it was our last year there before we moved to a new place, my dad was like, you know what? We're going to fucking cut this tree down and that's going to be our Christmas tree. And I was like, yay. Uh-huh, nice. And it was like a Clark Griswold moment because <laughs> oh, this tree was clearly way too big for our living room. So there was a lot of, and again, like this is my recollection. I would have been seven at the time some of this might be, might be wrong. Uh, and a lot of my recollection might be like me remembering people retelling me this, not like actual firsthand memories, but I was like, my, my mother and father were struggling to get this thing into the living room onto the Christmas tree stand. And I was just like little seven year old me. I might've been six, six or seven was just like sitting on the couch, like Christmas tree. (laughs) And they, they kind of lost control of it. And this it, what in my mind was like a 45 foot tall tree, but I mean, it was probably like eight feet, but I was also a child just fell directly on me. And I was pinned between this tree oh, and the couch. Man. I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, like I'm probably remembering it in a more dramatic way than it actually happened. <laughs> yeah. It was probably just that dramatic the way I yeah. mean, you're just a kid. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just like covered in sap. My, and like you're pine, a kid in my tree. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, very valid, but that that is my favorite Christmas memory. And what Paul referenced the Nintendo, this was this would have been the same Christmas as the Nintendo. Nice, I did, mm-hmm. I, I did get a Nintendo wow. like the original NES for Christmas that year, um, and I, my father I guess struggled to set it up all night because you know it was nineteen ninety seven and that's mm-hmm. a difficult thing to do. But apparently he when he got it working and he loaded up, it, you know it came with Mario and and Duck Hunt. Um, he just stayed up all night playing Mario and had almost beaten it by the morning. And when I wow. came down, he's like, here you go. But shut up and let me play. <laughs> <laughs> that is cool. I like yeah. that if, if we're going to go to video games, I think my absolute favorite, and I, I think it was 89, uh, my brother got the Game Boy for mm-hmm. Christmas. Nice. And I had no idea what this thing was. I've, 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 I never saw it. Like, I always feel like, I knew certain video games and franchises like Mario, Zelda, Metroid. Also, my brother's like, I got this thing. And I was like, what the hell is this? And for whatever reason, like my brother's like, I don't know, play it as much as you want today. I was like, what? Like, he just didn't really care about it. Like, it wasn't like he wasn't grateful for it. I, de- I definitely don't want to say that. It's just like, he was like, we're not really where like we should be. This is an awesome gift. My brother could just play it. I wanted to bring it to my uncle's house. Uh, he's like, no, 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 just you could play it. Like, if you keep it here, I'll let you play it as long as you want. So I played it that day and that night, and it was Tetris and Mario World. It was awesome. Um, hey, all right. Yeah, I was like, just like technology I never knew existed. It was super cool. My brother was super cool that he just let me play it. Um, yeah, it was awesome. That's, yeah, it was like something I never even heard of. It's crazy. Actually, pretty cool. The yeah. experience of Game Boy before you even heard about a Game Boy, just having it in your hands. Like, what is this? I just remember my brother opening it, and I was like, "What? 
I understand Nintendo and Mario, like, what is happening? I was like, oh, like, you didn't know about this thing? I was like, yeah. no. It's before the internet. Like, what is this? Mike, but no, you don't have, like, a, one of your favorite gifts? I, was it the Nintendo? It was the tree falling on it. It was the tree falling. Yeah, I mean, the, the Nintendo was... <laughs> well, that's not like a gift. It's the experience. The, that's, the and Nintendo was... It's really the only gift I, like, remember getting as a child. I mean, again, like, I... I this isn't to like make it sound like I had a sad childhood because I one hundred percent did not. I just I genuinely my memory of my childhood is like not, mom. I'm sorry, but it's not it's not there. I just don't have it anymore. Chris, we'll get you back on. You could pinpoint the years. I know we've been again long with this episode, but yeah, we'll do another one uh, again as always. Uh, reach a, reach out to Rabbit Troop Sucks Podcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Hit us up on Instagram or Facebook. Lamar, you you said you're gonna be here next week, so we'll wrap up some Christmas stuff and then we'll jump right into a last ditch New Year's kind of scenario. Right. Is that I don't are we doing a last ditch New Year's scenario? Kind of. We might. Fuck yeah. Maybe. Okay, <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> together. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, happy holiday season, everybody. Happy birthday, Christmas. Happy, oh, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, <laughs> Christmas. Going on with the theme of this episode. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, Christmas. Surprise. <laughs> Rabbit Troop sucks. Rabbit Troop sucks.